Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Tuesday, May 14th, see Class B boys at 5.30 p.m. Central and Class A boys at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Mordecai takes the snap. He'll give it to Braylon off the rubber. Rather, Mordecai keeps it running left to the 10 to the 5. Touchdown, Wisconsin. Oh, a beautiful fake. They were geared toward Agent Zero. And Tanner Mordecai says, I got this. And the Badgers are first on the board. Wrapping up the show here on a Tuesday. I know. It's, it's like you just got here. Uh, we, <laughs> we are uh, live on AM590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. I'm Rob Lula. That's Andrew Rogers. Joining us now from the Wisconsin State Journal is Jim Polsey. Jim, how are you this morning? Good. How are you guys? Good, we Jim. We are Good. doing well uh, as we come towards another version of Nebraska and Wisconsin. We wanted to get your feel on how this year one under Luke Fickle has gone. If you were to give it a letter grade through 10 games, based on your expectations coming into the season, how would you grade out this Wisconsin team? So, it's funny you asked that because I was asked this exact same question in my mailbag last week at the time. And I said, <laughs> And I said C minus. Now I think I will adjust that after um, a home loss to Northwestern, in which Wisconsin just Nebraska ball will dance like this year. They didn't look like Nebraska they ball will dance they this to year. Be there they got physically beat down. They got out coached. They got everything. So I would probably drop it another you know, half letter grade or so to a, a D plus or, or or even a D. Yeah, it's just been you know like it's one thing like I, I think looking back and this is kind of me examining myself to some degree about what I wrote and, and how I kind of, you know, dealt with all the hype that this program had in the off offseason. Um, you know, I don't think I was – I think I was mostly tap the brakes guy. And, and there were a lot of people that went full, put their foot on the gas pedal, and we're going to the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. Um, and I think I was pretty reserved about it. But even this I didn't expect. Like, I didn't expect losing at Indiana. I didn't expect losing by, you know – 14 points at home to Northwestern. Um, so some of this, some of this you can explain away, but there's a certain amount to this where you, you just have to sit there and admit that this coaching staff has not gotten the most out of 
out of the roster that um, it inherited. Jim, go deeper for me because many expected this team to be the representative of the Big Ten West in the title game. What do you think has played into the downfall of that preseasonal expectation? How long do you have? Uh, <laughs> I, I, think, I, I think where we start is, is offense, right? Like this, this, his offense has struggled uh, for years under Paul Chris. It just was an offense that was dysfunctional and, and um, not good, and especially at the quarterback position. And then Phil Longo, Luke Fickle brought in Phil Longo, the air raid. I think people got excited that, hey, holy crap, Wisconsin's moving into the uh, modern era of, of offenses, and it just hasn't worked so far. Now, I will say this, and this is going to sound like excuses, um, injuries have definitely played a role. Matt Mordecai missed some time. Braylon Allen has missed some time. Um, some receivers have missed some time. Ches Malusi, losing him at running back was a big, big loss because he was he was really the team's most explosive player on offense. Um, so that has absolutely played into some of this. But, you know, this is where I will refuse to use injuries as an excuse. Look around the West Division, including the team that you guys, um, you know, that you guys cover. Everybody's got hit by injuries and mm-hmm. bad injuries, and, and so you can't use it as a crutch. And so I just think the fact that we're 10 games into this and there's no identity for this team and certainly this offense is – it's troubling, and it just it's a sign to me that they're going to have to go. They went hard in the transfer portal last year. Um, they're going to have to go even harder this year. Jim, what did you, I, I guess, kind of make of the of the decision of the coaching staff to kind of go into win now mode, bringing in a a you know six year guy and Tanner Mordecai? Um, do you think that was the right call in retrospect, or? You know, I know historically Wisconsin's been a little bit more of a developmental program, um, maybe not to the degree of Iowa, but, you know, that that's kind of been where their bread's been buttered. In retrospect, do you think that was the right move for Fickle in year one? I think it's easy to second-guess that decision, but I, I, so, I certainly was on board with it because I, I, and I think they, looked at this roster and said, we can win now. We can certainly win the West Division with this roster. Sure. Um, you can look at this. Look at the uh, seven and six team last year, and, and kind of blame coaching and and the transition between Paul Christ and Jim Leonard, and say, well, that was a seven and six team in in record only. They really probably were a nine and three team, and I think there's a certain confidence with this coaching staff that hey, we could take a nine and three team and make it a ten and two or eleven one team, um, because the schedule, frankly, if you look at the schedule, it, it was very very favorable. Um, so I think there's maybe a little bit of hubris there, but I, I'm not gonna blame them for that because I think I was certainly in that boat too like hey you add some pieces uh you get the right people in this air raid offense um and I thought they did they like you mentioned Mordecai I think a a a win now quarterback was a big step but they also did bring in some developmental guys Mm -hmm. and they they really they really uh changed a complete overhaul at the wide receiver position and that's where I kind of been have been the most disappointed is that I just thought some of those guys would have been more impact players immediately. Jim, Fickle and other team leaders verbally frustrated with the effort during the last stretch of games, but especially following that Northwestern defeat. Think that energy loss is a deep-rooted issue, or is this just a case of personnel not being good enough right now? Yeah, I think it's, um, I think it's a case of a first-year coaching staff not completely being in line with their players and that's not that's not really um that's, i think that's natural to some degree um i think they've only known some of these guys for an off season mm-hmm. and you can go through the off season I mean, this team worked really hard in the off season. I, I don't question that 
Um, and, and he tried to bond the coaches and players together, and I think they thought the chemistry was good. But you don't know. You don't know, the chem- you don't know what a chem- team's chemistry is until you hit adversity. And what happened is, you know, there's a couple moments of adversity early on. I think this team thought it could still salvage a, a, its season. I think the Ohio State game took a lot out of them. And then, you know, I, I don't know if they thought they just had gone to Indiana and let talent, sheer talent win. Um, but then you lose that one, it's like, holy cow, we're, you know, we're way worse than we thought. But that's where I thought the kind of the come-to-Jesus moment, the wake-up call would be that, all right, we are as low as we can go. We need to just rely purely on passion and pride and, and, and extending this bowl streak. Um, and that it was the exact opposite last week at home against Northwestern. So I don't know. I really don't know what to expect this week. I'm probably as fascinated as I've ever been going into a game because you say the kind of things you do last, year, last week after a game. Um, and it's re- it's a real it's an inflection point, and I I honestly don't know how this team's going to come out on Saturday. Jim, as you've watched this Wisconsin team and this Nebraska team in what is a uh, we'll call it interesting Big Ten West, <laughs> um, where do you think are some areas where Wisconsin might be able to find some success against Nebraska? Well, I think they're going to have a real. Tr- a real hard time moving the ball. I mean, that's the one thing I think I would expect a low-scoring game. I think Wisconsin, at times, not lately, but at times, has created turnovers. So I think that's kind of probably the best path to victory is force some interceptions, maybe maybe even score off one, um, or create at the very least create some field position. Um, I think for me, I'm watching this first 15 minutes of this game because you, you knew last week the first 15 minutes were – were obvious that this team wasn't there and that it was going to be a long day. Mm. Um, I think any sign, any sign of trouble early on, and I think this one could be just like last week and Nebraska comes in here and um, and wins this game. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how they respond to, to the all the stuff that was said after the game last week. But from a pure X and O standpoint, this just this team just doesn't have anything to hang its hat on right now. So it's if I'm sounding like I'm hard pressed to come up with ways, um, it's because I truly am, Jim. Five and two just three weeks ago, but because of the last three weeks, obviously five and five. Do you think fans are still receiving Luke Fickle well in year one, though, beside where their record sits today and everything that we've we've talked about? It's been a mix, and I always it's always hard to say because social media is you know this vacuum, and um, I think people were mostly on board with this hire last December, and now all of a sudden you have people who are like, oh, they should have just stick, stuck with Jim Leonard. And, and um, I don't know if those same people were saying that last December. I think everybody kind of wanted to change and were excited by the potential for a different kind of offense. Um, I really don't know if they'd be any better under Jim Leonard uh, than they are under Luke Fickle. I think it's been a, I think it's just kind of been an eye-opener for people that this program needs a lot of work um, and it's maybe going to take longer than, than people uh, hoped or expected because – like you said, I think you use these words. The, the problems, the, the problems, the, those roots run deep, and mm-hmm. it's it's going to be kind of a a long climb. And the worst part is, and I pointed this out, uh, it doesn't get any easier because all of a sudden the Big Ten gets a lot more difficult next year. The schedules get a lot more difficult. These guys, I don't know if you know this, these guys have Alabama on their non-conference schedule early next season. So Whew. it's um, sounds yeah, like an easy one. Things, yeah, even if things were going well here, uh, I, I kind of looked at next season as being. You know, nine and three would have been a pretty good season, um, and that was two or three weeks ago when I was thinking that. So it's it's going to be an interesting one. Uh, Jim, real quick here before we let you go, we got about a minute left. Um, 
Braylon Allen hasn't been the dominant force this year that he has been in years past. Is that just a reflection of the changing offensive philosophies, or is there something else going on there? Is it, it part because uh, Malusi's been out to take some of the pressure off him as well? Like, What have you seen there with the Braylon Allen situation? Yeah, I think he could have flourished in the system. I think for a little bit he did. I, I do think the injuries, uh, the, the loss of Malusi just has put more pressure on him. I think they were kind of viewing Allen as a, a 15 to 18 carry guy. Um, and he's had a little bit more of a workload. And then his own injuries. I mean, he he, he was playing pretty well, and then he uh, uh, hurt his ankle early in the Ohio State game, first half. So it's been a little bit of a struggle for him uh, to, to stay healthy. I think that's been a big factor. And then, you know, again, I think teams have gotten back into just let's stop Wisconsin's run because they haven't proven they can pass efficiently uh, just like the past year. Jim Polsey from the Wisconsin State Journal. Jim, we appreciate your time as always, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Thanks, Jim. That's Jim Polsey from the Wisconsin State Journal covering the Wisconsin Badgers. Man, he, he sounded maybe even more down than Nebraska fans do. You know, one thing that I think Nebraska can rest their head on yeah. is that they are much, much stronger in the culture department. I think that's right. Uh, tomorrow we will be back with more Herd at Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula. That's Andrew Rogers. I'll try to be here for three hours tomorrow. <laughs>